Welcome to Friday. It's February 24th, and this is Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Werzer. It's been a pretty busy week. Busy, especially if you're a snowplow driver. Cleanup continues in the wake of a powerful winter storm that dumped as much as 20 inches of snow in places like Apple Valley to the south of downtown Minneapolis and Tracy, Minnesota. Parts of northeast Minneapolis received 16 inches of snow. A foot or more was pretty common. Travel restrictions had been lifted in southwestern and south-central Minnesota where roads were closed during the height of the storm because of deep snow drifts and bad visibility. Transportation Department officials say light traffic played a big role in getting roads cleared across the state. The agency had 800 trucks out fighting the storm, and spokesperson Ann Meyer says having room to work and not having to dodge stuck cars made a difference. A huge thank you to everyone who really stayed home, stayed off the roads and did not become a factor in this storm. You know, because less traffic means less spinouts, less crashes, fewer plows getting hit by vehicles. All of those factors really just let us focus on the job at hand, get roads back in the clear. And so we really thank those folks who who took the warning. She says one snowplow was hit by a tanker truck near North Branch and a pickup truck on Interstate 694 near White Bear Avenue rear-ended another plow. The agency says traffic volumes on Twin Cities freeways for the morning commute yesterday were down from 50 to 75 percent. Guess what? Another storm system is due to arrive Sunday night, and this one has freezing rain. Details in a few. In other news, there's a special meeting next Tuesday where the public can let the St. Paul School Board know about their concerns over safety in district schools. The St. Paul Federation of Educators is among those calling for a special meeting, saying that the events at Harding High that led to the stabbing death of a student earlier this month did not occur in a vacuum. In a petition with more than 700 signatures on it, the union says the board and district leaders have not been responsive to long-standing concerns over the, quote, climate in our schools. Earlier this week at the school board's meeting, the public comment period was focused on school safety. Next week's board listening session will be at the Washington Technology Magnet School. A central Minnesota school district will pay $140,000 to settle a lawsuit by a Cold Spring Minnesota woman who says her children were targets of racist bullying and harassment. Kirsty Marone has the story. Andrea Robinson sued the Rakori School District last year on behalf of two of her children. The suit claimed the district had violated civil rights law by failing to respond to repeated reports that the children were subjected to racist slurs and threats in school and online. Robinson says the settlement money will be divided between her children and will help with their counseling and college costs. But she said it won't make up for the suffering they endured. Validation is really all I wanted for my kids, to be acknowledged that what happened was wrong and be validated that it should never have happened. An attorney for the school district said it has consistently denied any wrongdoing and does not admit any liability in the settlement. I'm Kirsty Marone. An old warehouse in Minneapolis will be torn down in spite of strong community opposition. Native American residents and activists filled the room at a Minneapolis City Council meeting yesterday, demanding the council reconsider the demolition of the warehouse near the Little Earth housing complex. The city plans to use the eight-acre roof depot site for an expanded public works facility. Neighborhood residents say they're worried about the possible environmental and health impacts if the site is disturbed. Decades ago, the lot next to the site was found to have significant arsenic contamination in the soil, but has undergone cleanup. The city says the demolition will be done safely. Opponents disrupted the meeting for a time until the room could be cleared by security. 
Sports notes, the girls' state high school hockey tournament continues in St. Paul. In large school quarterfinal games yesterday, Andover, Edina, Minnetonka, and Gentry Academy advanced to today's semifinals. Four small schools advanced to the semis Wednesday. The top two teams in each bracket play for the state championship tomorrow. The Wild beat the Blue Jackets last night in Columbus 2-zip. The Wild have won four straight games. They play the Maple Leafs tonight in Toronto. Pretty quiet weather forecast today. Sunshine, highs in the single digits above zero with a bit of a wind chill. Tonight, chance of snow, lows of 5 below to 10 below zero in the northwest, zero to 5 above zero in the southeast. Not too bad tomorrow. Mostly sunny skies, highs of 15 to 20 in the north, mid-20s and lower 30s in the south, a little bit warmer on Sunday. And finally, Micah and Adam Troutman will always remember this week, and Sun Hudson will have to hear over and over again how he was their blizzard baby. Newborn Hudson came into the world Wednesday with Micah arriving at the Owatonna Hospital Tuesday night for a pre-scheduled induction. Adam skidded through the first stop sign on their way to the hospital because it was already getting pretty slippery. Micah tells WCCO-TV she was a little worried about hospital staffing because of the storm, but she need not have. The hospital was ready not only for Micah, but for any storm-related emergency. Micah says in a way it's appropriate that baby Hudson arrived when he did during one of the state's largest snowstorms because she was born during one of the biggest heat waves in Minnesota history. If you'd like to see their story, it's on the WCCO-TV website. And if you're looking for more news right now, of course, you can always stream us at nprnews.org. You can download our news app or just turn on the radio. Listen that way. I hope you have a good weekend. I'm Kathy Werzer.